Hey, girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals. We're your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood. So, we're going to jump right into our first segment, which is called Girl What's Good, where we share things that we've been loving for the last couple of weeks. Could be a book, a glass of wine, a store, an event. So Samaria, what's good? Okay, so I have been watching this YouTube channel called Stovetop Kisses, and it's a lady. Her name is Danny Rose, and I am literally obsessed. Like she's she's entertaining, so I feel like I mostly go there for that, like how she cooks and the types of things that she says when she cooks. But also, it's amazing to see like the recipes that she makes, and I think she has a, a cookbook that's out. I don't have it. Um, I don't make the food, but I just, <laughs> I just like watching. Actually, I lied. I have made one thing from her, um, from her channel. It was this cheesy garlic bread. And so, um, yeah, that was really good. So I'm sure the other stuff that she makes on there, I'm sure they're good as well. But um, yeah, I've just been obsessed. Like if I, if I'm sitting down to eat a meal, I will play one of her videos. So let me see what, <laughs> let me see what she cooked a year ago on her channel. <laughs> So does she cook a specific type of food or is it just random stuff? Um, oh, good question. I don't think there's like a specific category I would put in her stuff. But what I will say is um, it, some of her stuff might be deemed like unhealthy or it seems unhealthy. Mm. But uh, I think her cookbook follows like her weight loss journey as she was cooking this type of stuff. So it can't be like that bad for you if she was mm-hmm. it and cooking it. Um, yeah, but just, I don't know, there's a variety of things on there, I think. So yeah, not not a specific category, uh, but she is, she is self-taught and she's from the South. So you'll see some Southern things on there um, from time to time. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yes, girl. Stove- you said stovetop kisses? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what's good with me. My little cooking obsession. Well, watching <laughs> watching food, not making it. Because, you know, I have a specific food. I feel like I, I only cook and eat Liberian food all the time. So maybe that's why I'm so yes. fascinated by, <laughs> by the things that she makes. But uh, yeah, I enjoy watching. What's good with you? Yeah, so for me, I've been loving finding ways to automate and simplify my life. Um, My plate is really full right now. And uh, one of the ways that I found to do that is to use a robot vacuum. So if you would have asked me like two, three years ago, I would have been like, you're crazy for investing that type of money in a vacuum. This is something that you could just do yourself. Yeah, I just wouldn't have seen the value in it. And being a new mom and just trying to find ways to keep my house tidy and clean, I told my husband, I'm like, hey, I really think we should invest in something like this. Like, I feel like this could save us a lot of time. And I'm glad that we did. Um, We use it every day and it works really well. And 
I'm glad that I was willing to give it a chance and not just prejudging what I think it could or couldn't do without even trying it. So yeah, I've been loving that. That is very adult. (laughs) 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 That's an adult investment. Um, Yes. Well, your time is valuable. You know, your time is valuable. And I think it also just depends on other factors, you know, maybe how big your house is and the foot traffic and how many people live there. Um, But yeah, I would definitely recommend if you're vacuuming every day or having to tidy up a couple of times a day, it could Mm -hmm. potentially be worth um, investing in something like that. So this might be a stupid question. So it, it only works on carpet. Or is it one of those that like sweeps up stuff too? Yeah, so it can sweep and mop. I only use it for the sweep, uh, the sweep function. So, and it's um, it's a smart one. So it can map out your house. It can remember how to get back to its home station. You don't have to touch it. You just use the app and you could tell it, hey, just do the kitchen. And it's nice because we wake up and, you know, everything is all nice and tidy, so... That's cool. That's very cool. (laughs) I'm glad you're finding new ways to automate your life. (laughs) It's clutch. I love it. Nice. Okay, cool. We're going to go ahead and start talking about our topic for today, which actually came up after we recorded last week's podcast. And, you know, after we finished our recording, we're just here talking and, um, started talking about like women and can women have it all and what that kind of looks like. So that's our topic for today. Can women have it all? And before we answer Mm. that question, I just want to know like, Miosha, what does it all consist of for you? I think there's a society answer and then like a personal answer. So if you want to give both or just one or the other, I would love to hear what that consists of for you. Yeah. So I'll just stick to just my answer okay? because I think the other, I mean, can go on. That, that could be a lengthy conversation, just trying to address what society deems as having it all. But for me, I'd say it would be having a certain level of education, thriving in my career, having a spouse, long-term partner, financial stability, being able to travel and see the world leisurely and um, definitely I would say health and beauty and maybe kids or as of recently kids for me yeah okay gotcha I think you covered most most things that would be on my list Um, and and I will say that this list has shifted for me I'd say within the last two to five years, I think my idea of having it all has evolved as I've gotten older. So. Okay. So now I have to ask, like, what would it, (laughs) what would it have been before now? I'd say the biggest difference Mm -hmm. would have been the kids portion. Okay. Yeah. Before I'd say 25, I I wouldn't have included that in my having it all list. Gotcha. So I think, and this is where, at least for me, society comes in, because Mm -hmm. I think as an African woman, that's like 
maybe <laughs> the top three <laughs> things on the list for for African people, right? Um, I'm not saying for me specifically, I'll get to that later, but um, like, for example, you have Oprah, right? Who I think many of us would be like, she has all the things, like she really got it going on. She has a long-term partner, the money, the career. I mean, she is Oprah, right? But she doesn't have kids. And I feel like to maybe traditional African women, like in the in a certain generation, so say my mom, <laughs> that that might not be ideal. It's like, yeah, you have all of this, but where are the kids at though, you know? <laughs> so um you can say like, out even outside of African culture, yeah. I, I think this is something that transcends many cultures, but oh, I understand yeah, you're sure speaking specifically to African right because that's the only culture yeah. that I can you know speak mm -hmm. specifically to I think um but yeah so I think kids that's probably a huge portion of what society would would say a woman having it all has to have mm -hmm. um, but yeah I think similar my my list would be similar to yours like okay I think education right people people think people think having a spouse or having money maybe friends definitely beauty right like these mm -hmm. are the types of things that make you the woman who seems to have it all mm -hmm. but based on the list that you gave do you think that it is possible for women to have it all I'd say yes and no okay I think that you can have it all. I just don't know if you can have it all at the same time. It's not saying that you can't have it all, but it just may take time to get there. I also think that, I think that sometimes we maybe don't think about the preparation and the time that has to go into having all of these things or in terms of having it all, you may be, have one portion that you're working on at 100% and then that may have to go on the back burner at a different time and we kind of talked about that with me um, a few episodes ago where I was saying as I was adjusting to motherhood how I had to become comfortable with certain areas of my life um, you know maybe having to scale back on certain days or hey maybe I can go hard the next two days on that area and then pull it back so I think time, preparation, and maybe later in life, it aligns to where you'd quote unquote have it all. Even so, I think it just, it may not all align at the exact same time. Maybe you have it all at different points in life, at gotcha. different ages. Yeah. I, I, I think it is possible, right, to have it all, but kind of like you were saying, at a certain point in life. So for example, like, do we expect people in their 20s to have all these things that we just said? You know, like it, it's kind of unrealistic. And they talk about it on Twitter all the time because um, like you'll see people who are like, oh, 30 is old or, <laughs> oh, you don't have this in your 30. And it, it's like, okay, literally 30 years old. I was just 29 yesterday, you know? Mm -hmm. like, this is not, you know so far off from, from being in my twenties. So I think it might be possible to have it all. I just wonder what the time frame is that people expect people to have it all in. So you said that you, you said 
do we really expect that people would have it all, have all these things in their 20s? And I'd say, I think some people do expect that. Just from the responses that I've seen and the way I've heard people talk, hmm. I do think that some people do expect like, hey, like, oh, you should have had XYZ done. I don't know if you've seen those memes where it says like, oh, I thought I would have had my life all the way together by 30. Looks like it's going to be 35 or 40 um, or maybe even 20 was a trial run. 30s is when I'll really get it together. So I think there is some of that pressure there where people do expect that maybe not your early 20s, but your mid to late 20s that you would have all these things like, oh, by 25, you should definitely have it figured out. And it's like, really? <laughs> you just graduated from college or what even even if you were just working in the workforce, mm -hmm. you're maybe but a handful of years in. So it's 25, really? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's very unrealistic. And so I think if if there were like this goal to have it all, it would have to be later in life just because things take time. Um, yeah, things take time to get to. And as I was thinking about that, I reflected on like women who I might think have it all or like <laughs> uh, people whose society might think, oh, they have it all. And I guess the people who came to my mind, mm -hmm. like it can be argued either way. Like some people can say, no, they don't have it all. I like the Beyonce's and the Rihanna's, you know, like, but also like, if we take Beyonce, sis started her career before 16, really, like 16 was when they blew up, but before mm -hmm. 16, most of us are still in high school, you know, like, mm -hmm. we don't even know what our career path will be at that point. So that just, that just goes to show like how unrealistic. Mm -hmm. these expectations are for you to have it all so soon yeah yeah 16 wow that's a long time would you is that someone who you consider has it all I don't know I couldn't think of many examples but even with Beyonce I can think of an argument for mm, does she have it all because I'm know, curious to hear what, what what's that thinking. argument I think just the infidelity it's like can't she oh, okay. have it all if that happened which I think people can debate either way. I don't have a personal opinion on it, but I was just trying to think like, okay, if she weren't the person who had it all, what would be the argument for that? And I would even say maybe one thing is as far as her not having having it all is her privacy in yeah. just like way of what we would call normal life, being able to move about without all the hoopla. And then I would also say, like you said, she started at 16. So as a child, I think even before she started at 16, she was already kind of training and, you know, getting ready. And so a portion of her childhood was maybe somewhat sacrificed. So yeah, I'd say those could be two elements of her maybe not having it all, having to sacrifice on those certain areas. So yeah, but it's interesting that you bring up sacrifice because I feel like for any woman to have it all, something has to be sacrificed, <laughs> you know, like that's going to be whether you're Beyonce or, you know, Shirley from, <laughs> from the block. Why Shirley? <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of any names, girl. Uh, so Shirley was the first one. Congrats, Shirley. <laughs> we love any Shirley's out there. <laughs> I don't even know. Should Google 
Christmas family? I do. I have one in my family. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah, I think sacrifice is one of the things that has to play a role in having it all, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way you're going to just like make it without sacrificing something. So mm. I feel like we talked about that last year if I'm not mistaken, where I I think I expressed to you that kind of when I was going through that transition of um, leaving my company, becoming a mom, and just taking on more responsibilities, and I was expressing to you that I felt that in having all of these different areas in my life and juggling these different plates, I feel like some of the other women who I may have saw who I thought that had it all, I felt like they maybe weren't as open about the challenges and sacrifices that come with having it all. Mm. So yeah, I think that's, that's a part of the conversation too, where not to say that people are trying to make it look easy. I think a part of it could just be maybe not wanting to complain or being grateful. Um, But -hmm. yeah, there are definitely challenges and sacrifices that come with having it all I just don't know how openly people talk about it yeah I think well some people are trying to make it look easier you know Mm because they they want themselves to seem like oh I got it together which you know it's fine if that works for your ego that works for your ego I'm not gonna you know hate on that but I think sometimes when you've gone through a a hard situation Mm -hmm it's easy to forget, (laughs) you know? And so I think sometimes when people have like moved on from that like difficult situation and they've kind of maybe even suppressed it, whether intentionally or not, like they just don't remember how difficult it was. And I think when you're looking back, you have the tendency to think think things were better than not. (laughs) Like I'll say this. um, So growing up, my, my siblings and I like kind of, kind of grew up in pairs, right? Um, One boy, one girl, and then one boy, one girl. And my mom would always say, I never had this problem with the older two. (laughs) And my dad would be like, yes, we did. Those kids were just as this and just as that as the- Selective amnesia. (laughs) Yeah, you just just don't remember. It's been so long ago or you want it to seem that way. So yeah, I do think that people tend to forget once they've moved past that certain point, like they might say, oh, it was difficult. Mm. You know, being in it is different from having come through it. So I think that that kind of might be one of the reasons why people are like that. Yeah. Like something has to be sacrificed if you want to have it all. Honestly, even if you don't want it all, like the things that you select to have, you're going to have to sacrifice something, right? So if I decide to, you know, have this child, you know, this body might not be the same. So that's something I'm going to have to sacrifice. If I decide to, you know, go to grad school, okay, that's going to take away from my social time significantly. So I have to consider that Um, Mm my takeaway from my family time. Or if I decide, you know what, I'm not going to work. I'm just going to go and travel. Maybe my bank account won't look the same as it would have had I stayed working. I might be happier, Mm -hmm. but you know, So there's a trade-off for everything, whether you want to have it all or not. Yeah. Do you think that women should try to have it all? 
And what are the pros and cons that you think could come with that? Okay, so I, I am pro having it all um, as mm-hmm. long as it's what you want, right? And it's not what other people's picture of having it all is. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I do think I, I'm here for it. Uh, I think at some point in my life, I might look at it and be like, yeah, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I've been working toward forever and now I have it uh with that being said I do want people to be realistic and uh, this is something that I have to remind myself you know like it's not gonna happen overnight Mm. and it's not gonna happen probably within a year it's gonna take a series of events uh a number of years for everything to come into this like dream that you have Mm -hmm. and once that happens you will probably have a different dream, you know, (laughs) like there's always going to be something to accomplish or something new that you want, or another thing added to the list of having it all. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just important to be realistic and to be patient with yourself. And also to, I don't want to say enjoy the journey because I actually hate it when people say that, (laughs) even though it's true, (laughs) one should enjoy the journey. But um, I, I think just making note of certain places in your journey where it's like, hey, I prayed for this, or I, I really wanted this, or, you know, it's 2021, so I manifested this, and it's mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you have to take take a second or a few seconds to just realize, hey, this is what I once wanted, and I'm here now, while the dream might be different from where I am now, or there might be something else I hope to accomplish. I want to celebrate this moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm all for women having it all if that's what they want. Yeah, I've, I feel similar. I think women should strive for for whatever is going to make them individually happy. Mm-hmm. And I think they should take the time and really understand what, me, what having it all means to them and then work towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as possible, just try to stay laser focused on what's going to make you happy. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, no one's living your life journey for you. Yeah. And while others may mean well, um, you know, they, they aren't going to be there to reap the end results of whatever having it all may mean for you. Yeah, not just not even reaping, but like, they're not in the trenches with you. Like, even if they are in the trenches with you, they're not going through. Like, for example, there are so many people who are with me on my current journey and I love them and I appreciate them, but they're not the ones losing sleep over, you know, these studies, you know, (laughs) like they're -hmm. not the ones studying the knowledge for me, writing the papers for me. I wish they were, (laughs) that would be wonderful. But, you know, even if, if they are with you in life, they can only do so and be that way from a distance, you know? Right. Just as support. Have you had any experiences where you felt like people have tried to project what they believe as having, having it all onto you, or it could just be one specific area of your life? Have you experienced that? I definitely have. Um, but I, okay. Yes. And I can see where they were coming from with this, right? So obviously I'm African. (laughs) And so there is this like mindset of, okay, marriage and kids, 
which nobody in my certain like my circle is doing that to be um to be rude mm-hmm. or to like force something on me that isn't good or like they're not they have the purest of intentions because you know there is a whole biological thing right but also um being partnered has its values you know mm-hmm. and there, there are some great things that come along with that and I think the people who are in my life who have maybe mentioned those things are just like you know mm-hmm. I, we want the best for you so make sure that you're thinking about this there's this lady on the view her name is Sunny mm-hmm. and um I remember her having this conversation with another lady on the view Megan and she was saying you know when she started to have kids or tried, she realized there was a difficulty there. Mm -hmm. And so like whenever she would mention, hey, like maybe try to start soon-ish, it wasn't because like she was trying to force some type of like societal standards on her. It was just like, hey, if there's a problem that you're unaware of, I want you to find out sooner rather than later because it was a huge part of my life. And I don't want you to have to go through what I had to go through, you know? So mm. the purest of intentions. So I think, um, and that's all great. Like I appreciate them, but also mm-hmm. I think when you have a, a particular vision for your life and a path that you're taking, like certain things just don't make sense. Like what, mm-hmm. what sense does it make to start making those moves in a PhD program that I'm really trying to finish as quickly mm-hmm. as possible, you know? So these are things that, I have to consider for me personally that, you know, other people might not be considering. And, you know, that's why it's, it's my life and I have to be the captain. Um, right. So yeah. How about you? What are some? Yeah. Things? Yeah. Interesting. You brought up the situation with the lady on the view mm-hmm. because I experienced that it was like once, and I think many women and men, once you get married, people just automatically assume that, Hey, you're going to have kids now. You've been yeah. married for two minutes. Like, where are the babies? And I, I agree. I think it does come from a good place. Yeah. However, aside from, you know, the fertility piece, um, I just experienced where like my husband and I, like we had this vision for kind of what our plan was. However, a lot of people around us uh, they weren't in tuned with that or not understanding why we weren't having kids. And mm. it was kind of taboo that we would wait two to three years to have a child. And so, yeah, it, it was good intentions at the same time. It did get frustrating because in my head, I'm like, Hey, I, I understand that you're, you're excited for us. You want us to experience all the joys of parenthood and all of that. However, you know, we have this vision and we're preparing in a certain way and don't worry like we we we're the captains of the ship we got it but um it was definitely frustrating at times because you you want to find that right balance of accepting advice and other people maybe wanting to help while at the same time not being the from where you see things going do you think in that type of a situation that you have to tell people, Hey, we have a separate vision for this. And I I have an answer because like I said, it's something that happens too. not, not even with like just the marriage and, and, 
family, mm-hmm. all that stuff, but in other things. So do you think it's your like responsibility to communicate, Hey, we have a vision and thanks, but no thanks. Or how do you handle that? Yeah, I'd say it depends on who it is Okay, and, you know, maybe how close you are. My knee jerk reaction is no. I don't think that I should have to explain something like that. Mm -hmm. For me, when I have a child, if I'm having a child, am I pregnant or not? That's a very, family planning is very intimate in my opinion. Uh And my knee-jerk reaction just isn't to share kind of what our plan is. For me, it's almost kind of awkward. Like, yeah, we're, we're going to be starting. (laughs) Like, um, but I, I understand that because some people, they are coming from a good place and they just want to know that everything is good. Yeah. And so I'd keep it very surface level, lighthearted, like, yeah, we're good. We're healthy. All is good. We're excited to share, you know, when we're expecting, just keep it very surface level. And yeah, if it is your first child, you know, you maybe don't know what the situation will be. So I just keep it surface level because there isn't really, I guess, a much else to share because even once you make the decision that, hey, I want to start working on this particular thing, that doesn't mean that it's just going to happen overnight. Like I can't give you a timeline. <laughs> God yeah. is the the ultimate say so. I was so. trying to find this quote that I read a while back. I'm pretty sure um, Bosma St. John is the one who shared it, but mm-hmm. um, I can't find it quickly enough. And it's like um, something about it's not your responsibility to like tell people your calling. It wasn't a conference call. It's something like that, but it's it's mm. way more clever than I just phrased it. <laughs> I watched it. I really hope that I can find it before <laughs> before this podcast ends. But yeah, that that was the saying, and I I really like that because I don't think everybody. Um, obviously everybody doesn't have like the vision that you have and the things Mm -hmm. that value aren't the things that other people might value. And that's okay. That's not to like say their values are less than and mine are superior, but it's just that we have different things that we value at different points in life. So whereas Mm -hmm. you might think, oh, the sooner I do this, the better. I think, okay, maybe if I just can push this out a little bit, there's more that I can accomplish in that time, but I'm going to support you in your timeline Mm -hmm. in hopes that you will support me in mine. So yeah, it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not a conference call. So people don't have to be privy. And Mm -hmm. I went through a, a phase where I was like, oh, should I, you know, try to communicate that to people or should I not? And for the people who are closest to me, sure, Mm -hmm. I'll communicate that just because I know they care, but for the most part, I think people can think what they want. Like, I think people yeah. like, put all these like narratives and stuff on you when you're not living the life that they think should be lived at a certain stage. So they're like, yes. oh, this, there must be a problem. There must right. be a this, there must be a that. And it's like, okay, y'all are going to think what you want to think anyway. I'm just going to, you know, trust, <laughs> trust the path that I'm on and um, continue to work toward the things that I want. And one day, like you'll see. <laughs> like, yeah. And these are things that can be life altering. Yeah. I don't think that, you know, your career or whether you're partnered or whatever it is, these are big life events. And when it's all said and done, you have to be at peace about 
whatever the situation is. Yeah, because it's like we talked about on that, um, not all good advice is useful Mm -hmm. advice. Like if you go and take someone else's vision for your life and now you're actively trying to enact their plan, you're going to be the one with those consequences. They're still going to be living in their world and in their life. And now you're here with a botched up life that you didn't even want. Um, (laughs) It's true. Like you, you know, you're the one who is going to bear those consequences. So you just have to be very, very careful. Right. And that's why, I don't know, for me, it's still very odd how some people can be very vocal and imposing on the marriage piece and kids Mm. because you're the one in it. Yeah. Even if you mean well, I mean, you have to be the one ready for for that life-altering event, not them. Yeah. So I did want to ask you, Okay. <laughs> do you think that men have the same level of expectation in terms of having it all? I don't, I've rarely heard where a man is referred to as having it all. Yeah. I've heard I, it, but it's rare. Okay. I don't, I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> mm. The concept of men having it all, um, or at the very least, if it's something that comes up, their having it all doesn't entail anything that women's have it all, you know, consist of. For example, mm. I think some, I hate, I hate to reference this, uh, this rapper here, but like future, I think some people probably think, oh, he has it all, but he does not have a partner at all. He has, you know, several kids who are in single mom homes. Not that that's a negative thing, but he's like creating this and he, he just has no stability. It seems to me personal opinion, but for the streets, right. But I think certain people might say oh well you know he has it all it's like what (laughs) I have to have as a woman a a spouse a kid like a a secure home a stable like I have to have such a stable environment to have it all and this man just has a career in money and you think that's him having it all like really Mm -hmm. yeah I, I don't think it's a thing for men the way that it is for women if it is even a thing Yeah, same here. I think society doesn't put that pressure on men. And I don't think they put it on themselves either, at least from what I've seen. Um, (laughs) Like, like you said, the whole having kids, you know, the different baby mamas. I don't think men maybe have certain stigmas attached to when they have or don't have certain things. So how he has all these different kids with different women, it maybe isn't seen as a bad thing in the dating market. However, for a woman, (laughs) girl, listen, and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I just have seen where just in pop culture, people have demonized women when they do have multiple children from different men. Um, Same thing with beauty standards and health you know, as women, you know, we have a lot of pressure to be a certain way, look a certain way, your skin should be X, Y, Z way. However, men, it's like, it's a badge of honor having a dad bod. Yeah, I think, um, 
I want to say that I do think it's a bad thing as far as future goes, because I think he at this point is just being irresponsible. And there's no way that I can applaud that. Right. Uh, so, yeah, mm -hmm. that's uh, what I want to say with that. But I do think just to counter that, um, I do think that there are men who look up to other men who do have like stable lives. I remember talking to one of my cousins and he was saying that there's this this um, like influencer content creator and he always like puts out images of him his wife his children and i remember speaking to my cousin and he was saying like i really like that like watching him has made me really want to become a dad so i do think mm -hmm. that there are i know it was so precious <laughs> it was so <laughs> it was so precious uh but yeah i do think that there are men who think that future is irresponsible too. I don't want to make it seem yeah. like, oh, all men think, oh, future got it going on because that's not, <laughs> that is not the case, nor should it be. But yeah, um, so just to counter the whole future thing, I want to say that there are people out there who realize that there is a lot of value in being stable mm -hmm. and having like a home for, for a man. And it's not just something that they value in women, but also like value in other men. Yeah. And I will say for a man having it all, I think the list is slightly different from women. Mm -hmm. And I'd also say just like the priority of having it all, like the finance piece, I think for men mm. in society is much higher than for women. Oh, yeah. um, however, maybe the marriage piece may be slightly lower. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's also a cultural thing. We, we don't want to make too many blanketed statements, but I do think the priority list is different than it is for women. That is true because finances are like number one <laughs> for, yeah. for men. Like if you don't have that piece, then unfortunately, you know, people may perceive it as, well, why are we going to even look at everything else? Like that's that's been established as a standard or pillar for men in society to have that piece yeah. to be deemed as having at all or yeah so we talked earlier about like people thinking that 30 is this age where you should have it all and i just wanted to know just out of curiosity what age do you think if you had to pick a number would be like oh this is designated okay maybe pot for the best age for quote-unquote having it all not 30 for sure because if that is, and I, I still, I still have a couple years to get there, but I probably won't. <laughs> but no, like what, what do you think is a more realistic age? That's what I want to ask. Oh, okay. I don't want to complicate things, but I feel like it depends on what's on your list of having it all. Like I said, for me, the kids piece didn't happen until recent. And so if, if that wasn't on the list, you know, as a woman, there is a biological time clock. I mean, maybe it could be 35, 40, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it just depends on the list. I don't know. I'd say maybe 35. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I And only because, you know, for, for us women, we're taking a slightly different route maybe than the previous generations. We're taking time to go to college. We're some of us, we're maybe working in our careers. We might have a career change. I mean, at 18, they're asking you to figure out what do you want to do for the rest of your life? You may get halfway through your 20s and realize you don't 
like that particular thing. Okay. So yeah, you may have to, to account for that at time. If you have a shift 35, yeah. 35 is my answer right now. My answer is 50. (laughs) Like (laughs) It is like, honestly, I had to dial it back from it being 60. I think (laughs) having Mm -hmm. it all for me is just like, okay, looking back and seeing all that you have accomplished over some time. So I I think Mm -hmm. if we had to put an age on having it all, if that, you know, was something that we just all agreed that we should aspire mm-hmm. to. I think 50, it's like half a century. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, I think it's a good, it's a good age. I think a lot of people are getting married in their 40s mm-hmm. um, nowadays. So it's like, okay, that gives you some time to see, okay, do I enjoy being partnered or not? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you know, you can live your life however you decide to at that point. Uh, the whole kids thing, you know, like it just, it gives people time to, I think have to make a, a significant enough contribution to society or even just to themselves. Yeah. To themselves. Cause if you think about it, you graduate 17, 18, Uh you either jump into the workforce or you go to college or the military. Uh And I understand that it changes depending on the culture, but I'd say by 27, 28, if you don't have XYZ education, career, kids, spouse, everyone's like, well, what's going on? Are you working on this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you think that's only what maybe seven to 10 years out from you kind of th- crossing the threshold into adulthood, and you know, so you, like you said, just in giving yourself time, yeah. 35 to 50, that, that would allot you time to invest in yourself, career changes, figure out what you want to do, get to know yourself as an adult outside of your immediate, you know, childhood family. Yeah. Before you maybe partner, have children or, um, figuring out your career path, just allowing yourself that time and, yeah, now that we're talking about it, it is it's kind of crazy that you know we're that society has that that pressure of yeah you should have this all figured out in your early twenties yeah it's not realistic it's madness I was gonna say the one person actually one of the people in my personal life who I think has it all uh, didn't finish like her college education until forty and um, actually just recently got her master's. So it's like, and to me, listen, from a very young age, so I've known her almost all my life, but from a very young age, I just thought she had it all together. Like she's Mm -hmm. just so smart and ambitious and strategic. She's like every goal that any young lady should have, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, it's interesting that, yeah, she didn't get certain things accomplished until 40 and she's literally goals for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I don't think, I, I definitely don't think anything before 50 should be the the threshold. Is it threshold? The goal for having it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, so. 
that's my story i'm sticking to it (laughs) um was there anybody that you thought had it all like when you think of celebrities or you know public figures is there anybody who you're like oh they have it all oh and before you answer kamala harris when did she get married like 50 i think she was like 50 Mm. or so when she got married so it's like child women out there listening do not put pressure on yourself like unless it's just something that you want like if you want to do things early you can but don't feel like you have to do it because you're answering to society because society is not going to be there when you end up with a life that you don't want but um, (laughs) yeah yeah is there anybody who you have in mind yeah I feel like for celebrities it's hard because we we see the highs and then the lows are really loud you know they're being put on blast so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to fairly judge if they have it all but I guess just from an outsider's perspective I don't know Michelle Obama she Ooh. seems to have it all yeah she you know has her children you know she's married she has a career mm-hmm. she has her own personality and just kind yeah. of thing going on outside of Barack and the White House and people are genuinely interested in her and what she has to say and what she has to offer. Yeah. So yeah, I'd say Michelle Obama. And I understand that we don't know all the ins and outs of these people's lives, but just from what I could see, um, she seems to have it all. And it's just been nice to watch her after the White House and kind of like create her own lane and do her thing and yeah that's a great one I wasn't thinking about auntie Michelle (laughs) don't you know you better be careful calling her auntie (laughs) why you don't you don't remember how it was a Gail and Oprah or like don't call us auntie (laughs) okay well we still gonna do it Well, yeah, no, she she's an excellent choice and yeah. probably even a good example of okay, sometimes like there are trade-offs, you know, like she was was she was a lawyer. Um yeah, you know, or at a minimum, she had the tr- you know, education, training in that direction, but then she did take a pause even before the White House. And mm-hmm. I think she was at home with her babies and yeah, and then obviously she definitely things definitely were put on hold maybe for her own personal career goals during the White House time. But she definitely made the most of the t- of what she could do while she was there. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I think that's all that I had to say about can women have it all? Yeah, I was just gonna say, um, just in final thoughts, mm-hmm. something I th- thought about earlier was just, you know, as women, I think it's important to take the time to really think about what having it all means to you. Mm. And um, I know that it's something that I've thought about over the last several years more uh, in depth. And I know Samaria has has done the same. And I just encourage women to do the same. We owe it to ourselves. We only have one life. And um, let's just make sure that it's the one that we want to live and not everyone else's. Yes, that um, there's a meme that says, make sure like 10 years from now that the life you're living is the life that you chose, um, not the one that you settled for. And 
I'm so happy we have the internet and memes because I hope everybody who <laughs> see that sees it. <laughs> they share it enough. So, you know, hopefully it's out there enough. But yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Girlfriends and Goals podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. And if you love what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star review. Also, our time together doesn't have to end here. You've heard our thoughts on this topic, but we love to hear your thoughts as well. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals podcast, where we'll continue this conversation throughout the next week. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.